So, Mark, let's talk about this podcast. What do you What do you think? I think we should call us the Three Schmucks. The Three Schmucks. Why in the world would you want to call us the Three Cucks? What the heck, man? Dude, I said schmucks, not cucks. Jeez. Okay, wait, wait. How, how about the Three Schmoes? I think schmucks is closer to the truth. Okay, fine. We're gonna go with with uh, uh, two schmucks. Uh, two schmoes and a schmuck. How's that? Okay, fine. Three schmoes it is. Mark, after this conversation, I really could use a drink. That's it. Three schmoes and a shot. Coming to you now. Enjoy the show. Well, welcome everybody in the Schmo universe. I hope everybody is having a good uh, Wednesday evening. I'm not. My freaking headset didn't work. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, so we're going to have to sign. I'm using the Jeff. sack of crap you lent me. <laughs> wait, wait. Not even good enough for you. <laughs> Here. Now Jack, I'm have let to me say, sign you. Let me say, sign you. I don't have to say dumb shit like you do because that's what the headset expects. Hey, Mark, doesn't Jeff sound like a monster truck announcer? <laughs> that would make Mark the monster truck. <laughs> What's your name, Fat Wheelie? It could be. It could Spare be. tire. Spare tire. That's what he's drinking. He's drinking a fat tire. <laughs> oh, man. Well, listen, uh, listeners. <laughs> We've got a good podcast show for you tonight. We are going to review the 2024 action heist movie, Lift. Harry, you know, I actually hear him three times. I hear him yelling across the table at me. I hear him in the headset. I hear the echo in the headset. I hear myself in the headset. I hear my echo in the headset. The only thing I don't ever hear is your fucking mouth opening up. I laugh. <sighs> what are you talking about? I laughed. <laughs> well, good. Maybe, uh, maybe my sage advice will sink in tonight. Which is? Well, I don't know. I haven't come up with it yet. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm not at that stage I, part yet. I thought I missed it. <laughs> Are we at the Mark jokes yet? Uh, <laughs> All right. Well, listen, this movie has a pretty reasonable cast. It's got uh, Kevin Hart. Left. Lift. Oh, yeah, yeah. I should have watched it. Is that the one you watched? Yeah. <laughs> Dynamite drop it, Jeffrey. <laughs> In all three uh, audio bands. <laughs> yeah. You sound like crap three times tonight, Mark. <laughs> Jeff, say Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Yeah, Sunday. Wednesday is Sunday at Carvel's. <laughs> <laughs> so Kevin Hart plays Cyrus, the lead of a, uh, of a crew that goes around and uh, plans heists and things like that. Not lifts? No, not lifts. He does the lift. That's the whole thing. You don't have to yell at me twice, Mark. (laughs) (laughs) They set up the movie for a lift, too. That that was my feeling at the end of the movie. But anyway, we'll talk about that. Can't wait for you to tell me that later. (laughs) Again and again and again and again and again. So what uh, sort of tidbits are you going to tell us there, Jeff, about uh, Kevin Hart? Anything? He's short. Yes, he's he short, is. Right? You know, he, I guess he had his first uh, 
breakthrough uh, on undeclared in 2001. You know, his... in 2017, he was an underwear model for Macy's. I did not know. That. I would have expected that picture on your wall. Nah. <laughs> oh, his film debut was in in uh, Paper Soldiers. Never saw it. Nope. And, I did see uh, Scary four... Movie Three. You know, he's in a lot of movies. Soul Plane, all the biggies, uh -huh. the uh -huh. Little Fockers. <laughs> but he, I think he's really good with. Uh, in Central Intelligence with, with uh, Rock. The Rock. With he the was Rock. really good. Dwayne. And uh, he was in with him again in Jumanji. Right, the second Jumanji with The Rock, he was in that one. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. Uh, he, he's, he's been in you know, some really good movies. You know, I, I like him. Yeah, I Started do in stand-up. Apparently, his father was a heroin addict that uh, ended up going to jail and all kinds of stuff and they reconciled later his mother died young all kinds of strange things but he did uh, six uh, music videos oh, wow. I don't know what that has to do with his father but I figured I would just tie the two together nice <laughs> nice it was a nice transition but you know there have been other actors like uh, Danny Trejo Trejo who actually had a, a Let's just say a, an interesting past, but ended up. We talked about a him in a previous actor. movie. Yeah. He was yeah. Uh, yeah. he was incarcerated for uh, drug yeah. issues, and I were you with me when we saw him at CES? No. He's a remarkably short guy. Is he? Yeah. So he was at the Consumer Electronics Show. I think it did that in the Auto Show in Vegas, and he was. I think it was the Auto Show because uh, by Bendel, okay. the Michelin Man was. Not that far from him. Uh, very, very, <laughs> very nice guy. Very nice guy. Okay. Now, I thought uh, as an attractive uh, actress to play opposite Kevin Hart was uh, Goo Goo. I'm going to really fuck this up. Mbatha Mbatha Ra. Ra. We brought her up Abby. last week. She was brought up last week in one of my character. Uh, oh, that's right. Uh, yes. That's right. But she's been in some of the best movies. She was in Jupiter Ascending. Mm. So I like that one. That movie's horrible, Mark. That, that's like one of the worst movies ever made. I don't know. I, I thought it was okay. But she I was liked in a her in Doctor Who. She played Doctor on the TV She's in Loki yep. and The Morning Show with uh, Reese Witherspoon, one of my Hollywood mm. crushes. Okay. So... She's been in seven theatrical plays and Beauty and the Beast. Oh, wow. A Wrinkle in Time. Free State of Joneses. She's actually quite a good actress. I think, uh, if I recall, she went to one of the big London theatrical colleges. Okay. At the, what, National Youth Theater, I think? No, the Royal Academy of Dramatic Art. Okay. Right. Great. Whatever so. it is. Yeah, now... She also received, I believe, an Evening Standard Theater Award, but I, I don't know exactly what that is. Have you heard of that before? I haven't heard of it any of the times the Echo keeps asking me. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, her boss, uh, Huxley, was played by Sam Worthington. He's great. Is he? There's not a lot about, yeah, he was in a lot of, well, he was in Hearts War, Hacksaw Ridge, you saw him in Clash of the Titans, uh, Man on a Ledge, he was great, was uh, Elizabeth, Elizabeth, what the hell's her last name? Uh, 
Not terribly. Uh, yeah. Can't remember her last name, but she okay. was really good, and she was the girl from Invincible. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, he was also Jake Sully in the Avatar franchise. She was he an was Avatar. Yeah, yeah. It was in Terminator Salvation. Right, that's where I know from. Yeah, Avatar. Flash of the Titans. Yep, yep. That was probably his most notable role. Really? I would have thought it would have been Clash of the Titans. That was he good, too. He played Perseus. Okay. And he was yeah. in Terminator Salvation. And he was like the bad guy. Right, right, right. He was sort of the... It wasn't quite Terminator. It wasn't quite human. Banks. Some kind of, Elizabeth Banks. Elizabeth Banks, yes. Yes. So... And then... Uh, Very good-looking pen girl. Oh, yeah. Hot. Kidding? He was in the Forty-Year-Old Virgin or something, and, and yep, the Hunger yep. Games. She was in a lot of stuff. Yep. And then uh, part the rest of his crew, the Master of Disguise, Denton, who was played by Vincent D. Onofrio. D'Onofrio. D'Onofrio. Yeah, yes. he was a, a nominated Him for too. a Primetime Emmy. Oh wow! So he's yeah, Mr. S- Law and Order. SVU. He was in 141 episodes over like eight years. I, I always think of him as William uh, Fisk. Really? Kid, you know what? Right? You know what I like them best at? Yeah, Willie, uh, Wilson Fix from Wilson uh, Fix from uh, um, what the hell is it? Daredevil. Daredevil. Yeah. Yeah, he was. He's really good. So, but he was in some really great movies that I never wanted to watch, like Adventures in Babysitting, Dumb Money, <laughs> Chips. Did you see Dumb Money? I watched that recently. Very good movie. No. Uh-uh. It's about GameStop. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You have no I, idea what I'm talking I saw, about. No. You saw I, the I icon saw, on Netflix. Yeah. I saw the icon. Yeah, it's about the shorting of game of GameStop. It's actually yeah. quite a good movie. And I saw the trailer. That's what I was gonna say. Now he also played Gomer Pyle, right? In full metal jacket. He did. That's where he, pretty much everybody knew him from. Mm-hmm. He was in the Magnificent Seven where we already discussed him once. What do you think, Mark? Tell me about it while you're trying to light your cigar with a match in the wind. <laughs> <laughs> it was a good movie too. <laughs> yeah. Right. And then uh, the pilot, uh, Camille, Camilla was played by Ursula Corbero. I guess she's a Spanish actress. Yes, she is. She's from Barcelona. Barcelona, oh. big on Spanish TV. But okay. I'm surprised you don't know her for some of her brands that she's the face for. One in particular that I would think you would be most familiar with. Uh-oh, here it comes, Harry. Tampax. Tampax, there you go. <laughs> You know, she also does Stradivarius. I didn't even know they were still in business. Is that right? Okay. Yeah, Stradivarius, Maybelline, Bulgari, or Bulgari, however you pronounce wow. it. But yeah, she she's actually started acting at 13 in commercials. She's actually really quite good. Yeah, she made her uh, debut, right? And what was it? It was uh, Snake Eyes. No. No, that wasn't her Hollywood name. No, her first English-speaking role was in the crime series Snatch, and she Mm. was in a ridiculous amount of Spanish TV. But thanks, Mark, for giving us wrong information again. (laughs) In an echo. Yeah. In an echo. So you get it three times. I keep hearing (laughs) it. I've heard wrong things from you for decades. You're just adding now and triple multiples. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, Jeff's irritated. <laughs> yeah, I am. <laughs> you you kind of catch irritated. that drift, Harry? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, another member of the crew, the uh, safe cracker of the team, Magnus was played by Billy Magnuson. And he, really? he's been in a few things, Get Shorty. He has. Maniac. Yeah. You know that his father was a kickboxer and bodybuilder? And he plays bass in a New York City band called The Dash. So he's been on and off Broadway. Mark, what kind of movies has he been in? It's going to go out. You're not going to be able to light it with two two matches either. Can I borrow your lighter? (laughs) No, no, you're talking talking about Magnus right here. Okay, so it was Birth of the Dragon, (laughs) Game Night. Aladdin. Manny Saints he had Nook, a- <laughs> No Time to Die. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, so he's been he's, he's been, been great. A few things. Yeah. Yeah, what um, did you think about Kim Jun Kim Yoon Ji, Mark? You know, there wasn't a lot about her, but what I found There's was interesting. A ton. She's a giant singer in Korea. Yeah, but what I thought was interesting is that she's actually N S Yoon Ji. And I guess initially in Korea, no, that's that translated her stage name. That's her stage name. Spirit. Her okay. her real name is Christian Kim, but the Koreans have a hard time pronouncing the word Christian. You know what I mean, Mark? Oh, what you're lighting your cigar again? <laughs> Hear that sucking noise? Is Mark working on a cigar? <laughs> I thought it was your echo. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, born in Seoul, moved to San Fernando Valley, went to UCLA for a year, and then went back to Korea. Mm. Mm. So, okay. Yeah, quite good. Yeah. Now, they also had to, to round out a lot of different European and uh, Asian actors. They had Vivek who? Kalra, who played Luke, the engineer. I have no idea who he is. Yeah, he, he was the guy that... Oh, I know who he is in the movie. I don't know who the hell he is for real. Don't oh, okay. care. Why don't you go to uh, um, Sean or Gene Reno? At least he's important. Yes. So the bad guy banker, Jorgensen, played by Gene uh, Reno. He's he's a pretty famous French Is that uh, French Gene actor. or Sean? I mean, he's French. I don't know how to pronounce G- that. Oh, okay. Sean yeah. Reno. Sean he was Reno. the star of the, uh, the professional, right? Yeah, yep, he was the guy. Leon, Leon the yeah. professional. He was yep. in Mission Impossible, Ronin, Rollerball. He's been in a lot of stuff. Da Vinci Code. And Mark's favorite, La Femme Nikita, because Mark's La Femme. Great. <laughs> you know he served in the French Army? No, Did I it? did not know that. Do you know why? Why? He it was, was born the- in Casablanca, and in order to become a French citizen, you had to serve in the Army. Oh, wow. So, Mark, so, tell me about N8. So, oh, the uh, NFT artist? N8. N8. The character, N8. Yeah, Jacob who was Batalin. that NFT artist? Whatever right? the hell he is. Yeah, yeah he was at a lot of Fast guy. and Furious Yeah, well, have you seen him before? Yes. Fast and Furious Okay, movies. good. So now we can go to Cigar Break. Okay. <laughs> then maybe, maybe you could actually light the cigar because it's irritating as F watching you chive. <laughs> You can't even light a cigar with a damn light. How wet do you make the damn thing? He drools down a cigar, wonders why he can't light it. I am boy, Jeffrey's irritated. All right. Yes. All right. Let's go to that cigar break. <laughs> 
Yeah, let's get All a right. cigar break so Mark can figure out how to light his cigar with a welder's torch. <laughs> so uh, this will give everybody a chance to, to listen to a good cigar review and uh, stay with us after the cigar review. We'll be back with a lot more Triple Echo Entertainment. This will be great. Sunday. I hear people, <laughs> people singing all kinds of horseshit up the street here. It's great. <laughs> I'm so happy. Yes, you can tell. We'll be back. <laughs> Hey, Jeff. How you doing today? I am doing uh, just peachy keen, top of the world. You're yelling at my ass. I'm oh, yelling gonna at be, your ass. It's going to be a long freaking year. Oh, God. So I brought us yes. the Drew Estates Florida Sun Grown. Okay. So I had one last night as a prelim to this great segment we're having. It's our first of the year, isn't it? This... We missed January. Did we miss January? We yeah, didn't do I one of you? We made, well, maybe we did one on the 4th. I don't remember. This I, I may be, this is so. our 1st of February. 1st of February, yes, it is. Because today's the 1st of February. There you go. That works for Anyway, me. this is a Drew Estate Florida Sun Grown. Okay. I'll try to get the picture up here. We're trying to get the lighting right because last time Mark was a little blown out. Last and, time Mark's been blown and, in a while. And you know what? Jeff's all always looks a little bit green, so a little bit peaked. But yeah, okay. <laughs> it's gonna be a long year. <laughs> so let's talk about the cigar. All right, let's. Kind of smells really good. Smells like cedar wood. Yeah. Which it wasn't wrapped in cedar wood. The veins are some really pronounced veins. Rolled tightly. Beautiful color. Yeah, I love the color. The uh, wrapper is a Brazilian Araparacata. Ah. however you pronounce that maduro okay. wrapper okay it smells really good yeah the binders habano seed uh honduran and the filler is florida grown uh a corojo and nicaraguan so it's got quite a, a variety nice of things thrown in there so it even it says sounds... florida sun grown on the label so you would know what the fsg means so very it, nice so it has the potential for being a tasty stick Gonna taste like if it's like the one I had last night. Yeah. Cocoa, raisins, bread. Ooh, yummy. Pepper. That's yummy. what I remember. So we'll see if we get two the same. <laughs> but uh, that's what I had last night while watching Animal. Oh, that's watching. a good movie. Yeah. All right, so we're gonna yeah. snip this one and Lights. we'll be right back. See you in a bit. I don't know why I always put you on the left. It hurts to look to the left. Does it? Well, it's mostly because you're on the left, but also it hurts. <laughs> uh, we're back after we smoking are. this Florida Sun Grown by yeah. Drew Estates. Well, yeah. what, did you, what did you think of this, Mark? So I thought, it looked a lot better when we were smoking. The ash was gorgeous. Now yeah. it's kind of fluttering up. but Yeah, and the wrapper is starting to flake a bit. Um, they said fluttering up. Fluttering up. Flutter about. Is that a new hat? Um... No, but I haven't worn it on too many shoots. Yeah, you should go back to that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yes? The term douche comes to mind. It anyway. does. It does. <laughs> but, but you are self... Anyway. <laughs> but, yeah, no. So, I thought... Uh, I mean, it had a good uh, burn. Um, the construction is awesome. It's been, it's been consistent... Um, I, 
you know, my, my palate says a little bit more mild, um, which is not bad. The price point was what? Around $10. No, oh, so, I mean, that it's itself. Surprised you forgot since we talked about it. <laughs> that itself is, is important. Um, but yeah, overall, I think it was, uh, it was a decent smoke. Um, Can I get I did get, My neighbor is enticing my dog to bark. Oh, is that right? <laughs> <laughs> we are live. I'm getting irritated. Uh-uh. <laughs> well, let me tell you what I think. I think okay. it was medium. The ash okay. was a beautiful gray. Oh, definitely. Here it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, very uniform. Okay. I got cocoa. Light pepper, it's getting much more peppery now. Mm-hmm. Uh, like a raisin flavor, like a Swedish raisin flavor, and almost uh-huh. like a Brady flavor. So, overall, I thought it was for 10 bucks, uh-huh. I've had far worse. Uh-huh. So, let's go over the numbers. Okay. All right, I gave it an 8 for appearance, you gave it a 9 for appearance. Yes, I thought it looks I really gave nice. it a 10 for construction. You gave it a nine for construction. Yeah, it's you gave it. I really gave it well. a seven for bur- uh, smell. You gave it an eight for smell. Mm-hmm. I gave it a nine for burn. You gave it an eight for burn. We both gave it a seven for taste. We both got a, a forty-one. Oh wow! And How that, often does that happen? In election years, that gives us a thirty-two point four one. But wait, a, wait, there's, there's got to be a big point dump in about ten minutes. Yeah, <laughs> you never know. Be. There's some. <laughs> Some other numbers will be coming in. <laughs> the average was a 41, okay. so it rated quite Decent. well. Yeah. And uh, yeah. I, I, if you want a medium smoke cigar, uh, constructed extremely well, uh, I would try it. It may, it may be something that you really like. Yeah. I, I concur. I second that motion, Jeffrey. I, I feel so much better. <laughs> Thanks for watching. And Thank you. And we'll catch up to you the next time. Bye. Peace out. Well, welcome back, Still have everybody. this stupid-ass headset. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing's changed? No, nothing's, nothing's changed. changed. You didn't Jeffrey's have time still irritated. the cigar review to... No, I was <laughs> watching you try to light the cigar for the last 20 minutes. It was amusing, wasn't it? No, it was sad. Oh, sad as this headset. Kind of, kind of retarded looking. You can't use that word anymore. Yeah. Now it's called Democrat. <laughs> yeah, but we don't get political, do we, Jeff? Doesn't have to be a U.S. Democrat. <laughs> Any Democrat will do. All right. So I heard, Harry, in North Carolina that the large number of uh, fun residents are now taking residence in your high school gymnasium. That was written in the Wall Street Journal that the uh, immigrants across the border shipped to North Carolina are being housed in uh, high schools, gymnasiums in uh, Charlotte. Oh, Oh, that could be. I haven't been in Charlotte in a while. I thought you were going to say I haven't been in high school in a while and I was going to bring up your last date. (laughs) Uh, Thought I wish. All right, well, if, that, I, we, uh, if Epstein's Island was still open. What? I couldn't hear you over the echo. Oh, no kidding. <laughs> I told you twice already. <laughs> so, well, Jeff sounds uh, like an AM announcer. Yeah, I, I don't, do they even have AM anymore? I, I feel more like shortwave. <laughs>
Short wave, there you go. <laughs> I'm Mark Stark giggling and do your that's job. A little, that's a little too much information there, Jeff. But uh, why, why don't we give our audience a little bit of an, uh, an overview of the plot? That was good. All right, so we should go to the next thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I mean, the basic premise of the movie is a master thief and his crew and uh, his Interpol agent ex-girlfriend team up to, to steal a half a billion dollars in gold bullion being transported on an A380 passenger flight to a terrorist group. So that's the gist of the movie. Um, so as I said, Kevin Hart Cyrus, who plays the team leader, uh, consists of a crew. He's got Denton, he's got Camilla, Misun, Magnus, and Luke. So the movie starts out with uh, the crew undertaking a duel, uh, parallel thefts, stealing a Van Gogh in London while also staging a face kidnapping of renowned NFT artist N8, and as we said, it's the Fast and Furious fame, uh, in Venice. So, Abby um, uncovers evidence. Mark, you know, I'm not playing Sudoku <laughs> while you're talking to our audience. No, not at all. Looks like you are, but playing anyway, so it implicates... It implicates Denton. He's the uh, the master of disguise. Uh, mm. the, and we, then... The master of disguise. Didn't we do that movie? Oh I love that movie. We, could, <laughs> we couldn't do it. That was a, such a bad it. movie. That was so bad. That was up there That's with... That's where I uh, found that Esposito had irritable bowel syndrome and we had to cancel the movie. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> That was up there with the Munsters. Remember, we were also. I would say about it was maybe. it was down there with the Munsters, but <laughs> down there. Mark, the you Munsters. like different things than more, most people. Oh, your echo's <laughs> almost gone. Say that again, Harry. I didn't hear you both times. I know. Never mind. <laughs> I thought your echo was going away. Yeah, my echo's not going away. So the uh, Mark's not going so away either. He's still here. <laughs> So the crew's given an option, either go to jail or, or help Interpol recover this money. Um, and then... Sounds exciting, Mark. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so so they you're, make a plan to a heist all this gold. It's just riveting listening to you speak. There's, there's a lot of action and there's a lot of espionage and thief, thievery going on. And, and, and hey, Harry, have you, have you ever been stuff. in a, uh, a lecture that Mark gives to people when he's trying to get money for SBIRs? This is what it must be like. They're playing Sudoku also. Oh, oh Jeff, Jeff, Jeff. Why are you getting mad at me? Because your headset isn't working. What did I do? I'm not mad my headset doesn't work. I'm, I'm mad your headset sucks. <laughs> well, do you want to use my beats and I'll take those? No, you, you can beat yourself. I'm fine. <laughs> I have more important Sudoku games to complete. A a anyways, you can imagine there's all kinds of problems when they're trying to steal the gold and they have to then really commandeer the airplane. And there are henchmen that are starting up a coup inside the plane and anyway by the way by the time it's done you, you know what i didn't like about the movie what they didn't really 
develop any of the characters. I mean, you, you I understand. You understand. Two of them had a relationship. They didn't really discuss any oral sex or anything that they really got into. You have all these other people that are part of a team. You didn't. You didn't get told why they were part of this team. Yeah. I mean, it's just like random throw together a TV movie that should have been on NBC in the 1980s. Right. And right. Uh, it, it boring. Yeah, it was. I mean, it wasn't the worst movie I've ever seen. It wasn't the best movie I've ever seen. Um, no, I just wish that it would have. You know, it was to me. It was kind of like the Italian Job on Wings. If you've ever seen that movie. But anyway, in the end, as, as one would expect with this kind of movie, uh, you know, the crew makes out, and they actually were able to switch the real gold for gold-painted iron bars. Yeah, they, they mentioned that at the end. It's like, oh, yeah, by the way, we did all this other stuff. Like, yeah, okay, uh, the realism <laughs> is great because anybody that's just going to push the 10-ton cart by himself I don't know about you, Mark. My back would be very sore. No, this is this is kind of like the Ocean's Eleven, right? It's the double cross. We're not watching cross. that movie. We're watching this movie. <laughs> I know, but but there were a lot of similar plot lines. That well, we'll of, have to review that movie and discuss how it sucked like this one. Yeah. Now, I, there, I there, actually there was gave a it a reasonable of, number, though. Did you? You know, I mean, it was filmed in what Northern Ireland, uh, all over Belfast. Yeah, all over. And uh, so they had a lot of really beautiful scenes. I thought yeah. so. Yeah. So so what did we uh, so what did we give it this week in terms oh, of Oh, we're not going to discuss it anymore. I'm good with that. All right. So <laughs> I sort of got that drift. I'm going to sure start with Harry's number since he was the highest. He thought the plot oh, was okay. an 8. He liked it. He liked the acting at a 7. Location scenery gave a nine, which we just discussed how good it was. He liked it for an eight, and intangibles of a seven there for was, a thirty-nine. Because there wasn't okay. enough TNA in there, that's why. No, no, I'm Mar Harry, your and I numbers were very similar. I had a seven for plot, seven for acting, eight for location scenery. I liked it an eight also. I also gave it a seven intangibles for a thirty-seven. So you and I average a thirty-eight. Then Dick Watt over here gives it the one who chose the movie gave it a seven for plot, four for acting with all these really high-end actors, uh, five for location scenery because it wasn't you pretty enough. Said, you just said seven that they didn't for develop like, the characters. Six for intangibles and a twenty-nine. So we gave it an, a thirty-five overall, which actually is a pretty good number considering Mark trounced it pretty bad. So <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, actually, it got the same as "Don't mess with the mess with the Zohan." Oh, okay. Well, that was that was a good movie. We we thought that was okay. Did I you? mean, that it, was the and movie. Heartbreak Ridge. Yeah, I mean, I and Heart of Stone. Okay, so and the drop. So it's in good company. I mean, the IMDb gave it five point five out of ten, so fifty percent. Uh, and, and we were at 60%, so, you know, it's close. Rotten Tomatoes, audience we only we gave it 71%. We were at 70%, Mark. Yeah, 70%. When you multiply 35 times two, 2, most people don't get 50 unless their retirement account's really bad. All right, 70%. <laughs> but the audience uh, of Rotten Tomatoes only gave it 31%. Yeah, so what? I don't pay attention to them. 
They didn't like Sweet Home Alabama, but the audience did. And that's a great movie with Reese Witherspoon. <laughs> well, maybe this will cheer you up, Jeff, so we could pick I'm up the tempo. I'm feeling very cheery. <laughs> we are Every at... Every time I keep saying it to myself. <laughs> oh, well, we are at the What If podcast segment. So, What if Harry actually participated? <laughs> I have a job, thank you. Yes, uh, we once all have again, a job. Once Some people again. just have different jobs. Yeah, this is a this is one of your jobs. All right, so here, I picked podcast. three three movies this week that Harry didn't okay. participate in. <laughs> the first movie that Harry didn't work with was Pretty Woman. And he had two weeks. And he had two weeks. <laughs> the second movie that Harry had nothing to do with was Ghost. And the final movie that Harry had nothing to do with was My Blue Heaven. So in the Pretty Woman that Harry had nothing to do with, yes, we're going to recast Richard Gere, no gerbils. We're going to recast Julia Roberts and Jason Alexander, and Pretty Woman is now an adventure fighting style movie. Nice, nice. So okay. for oh. Richard Gere's character, Harry chose, well, no one. How about you, Mark? Who did you think would be a good fighting style person to represent a high-end business tycoon that wants to pick up a hooker. Jackie Chan. I picked I picked Steven Seagal. That's just torture on the hooker. <laughs> yeah, but you gotta hear who the hooker is. I picked well, Zoe. We didn't get Saldana. that far yet. I haven't oh, given sorry. you mine. Oops, I jumped yeah. I jumped. I picked there. I picked Christian Bell because I could actually see him playing somebody there wasn't a fat slob that picked up a hooker. Just somebody overly worked that's good at fighting style movies because he was Batman. So you liked his portrayal of Bruce Wayne in, in his Batman movies? That too. Okay. Well, that that's the executive, right? But then he also well, had kind that fighting. Of, it worked okay. for me. And All he right. can fight because okay. he can fight like Batman. I don't see okay. Steven Seagal as being the uh, executive type. But that's fine. You like people that remind you of yourself in stature. Okay. So now we have uh, Vivian Ward played by Julia Roberts. I picked Gal Gadot. And okay. who did you pick? I picked Zoe Saldana. I think they both work. Okay. Well, that's good. And then uh, Jason Alexander, who's now an ex-militant. Who did you pick for the Philip Stuckey guy? Mark Dacascus. From uh, Wick. Yes. Yep. Uh, he works I have no idea who that is. He's the uh, Asian bald guy from John Wick. Ah. You would have seen him in John Wick 4. He's very good. Yes. And I picked Jason Strayham. Works. Another, works another really bald well. guy. We went with yeah. bald people. Yeah. Well, I think that would be a good cast. I think it would be a good... Uh, I think any of them except for your, yeah. your cast member for Richard Gere would have worked. All right. My, me personally, I don't think anybody would go to see a movie with Steven Seagal. Okay. All so, right. That's, that, that's, that's fine. And, but okay, that's... You're the producer, <laughs> I guess, whatever. Now we're going to go to Ghost, where we have four people. We're going to okay. replace Patrick Swayze, Demi Moore, Whoopi Goldberg, and Tolly Godwin. But Ghost is now a horror flick. It's now oh, going to be no longer the love story. But now we love to kill people. So who did you pick for Patrick Swayze? 
It has to be alive, unlike Patrick Swayze. I thought Justin Long, who was in uh, the Jeepers Creeper, if you ever saw that movie, that he would do, I think he would do well in that role. Okay, I picked John Hamm from Maverick. He played the uh, Yeah, he was also in Mad Men for... Okay, well, you can name okay. anything else you want. It's the same guy. Thanks for right. that interjection, <laughs> dipwad. All right, so who do you pick as the uh, hot Demi Moore replacement that somebody would want to see, hopefully so, naked? Oof. I picked Asami Yamazaki. She was in the movie Audition, and she That just, just really rolls off the tongue. <laughs> Oh, but if you saw her portrayal of this psychotic female in there, you'd be like... Right, I'm going to go with Olivia Wilde because she is a psychotic okay. female. <laughs> in real life, huh? Yeah, she did a... Okay. She, she, she done all, I, I just like her, so I need to find somewhere to put her in, and this is the movie I chose. So now you need Whoopi Goldberg. So yeah, somebody, so just, somebody that's going to really bring in the crowd. Somebody that's going to say, I, I want to watch this movie. Oprah. I just finished. I just finished watching Fried Green Tomatoes again, and uh, wait, I wait. Hold on, my, my balls just yeah. shriveled up. What, what did you just say to this I poor said, audience? I just I just watched Fried Green Tomatoes. I like. We've it. heard so enough. I from thought you. of. I thought of in that role for Otome Brown, Kathy Bates. There's silence on my echo. <laughs> there I'm is. still back. I'm still back on the Fried Green Tomatoes shit. Right. You've never seen that movie? Um, he has. That's why he's making fun of you. Oh, okay. <laughs> there was Thank, <laughs> well, Thanks for that translation. I don't remember Harry. most of the movie during, just due to the fact that the large amounts of oral sex required for me to actually shit through it. Anyway, <laughs> I picked Monica Bellucci because okay. I would watch a movie just because she's in it. Okay. Fair enough. And then you need the psychotic, now violent Tony Godwin replacement for Carl Bruner. Who did you pick? Yeah, supposedly uh, a friend of Sam Wheat in the movie, right? John Cusack, I think, would play yeah. good in that role. I, I don't think he would even have to act. <laughs> yeah, that, that's, a, that's a person with some serious issues. Good, I like that one. I picked Liev Schreiber. But I, I think John Cusack, he's creepy just looking at him. <laughs> but, you know, the only problem is I don't know if you could say, well, I mean, I, I retract the whole conversation. I could see her liking Molly Jensen, and I could see Molly Jensen absolutely repulsed by him. So, yes, he's a repulsive guy that would be a very good right. character choice. Jeez. Okay. Is that right. really bad now? <laughs> yeah. How do I feel? <laughs> so now we're doing <laughs> My Blue Heaven, which was a comedy, but now it's a comedy musical. So now the person has to be funny-ish and sing-ish. So for Steve Martin's character, who did you pick, Mark? I picked Ben Stiller. I've seen it in some pretty good comedies. Oh, and he's musical? I have seen him actually sing. It was a movie he was in. Oh, I don't doubt it. They're all a bunch of high school drama yeah. queens. So I picked Joaquin Phoenix. He okay. can sing well. I'm just wondering if he could be funny, but he can be anything else. So I don't see why not. Okay. Now you got Rick Gladiator. Moranis, the cop. Who would you pick to be a cop? 
I thought Seth Rogen would be kind of funny. I hate Seth Rogen. Not as a person, as an actor. Yeah. I can't stand... There's nothing he's ever been in that hasn't irritated me. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't he's like into the World, no? Or no. Nothing. Green he, Hornet? Nothing. He just, okay. Green Hornet was good even though he was in it. He ruined the movie. Cameron Diaz and Cato made the movie. He was hard. He's okay. just absolutely useless. And in uh, the Neighbors yeah. movie with Zac Efron, he was useless. Yeah. Zac Efron carried that movie. He or, just. Or what about what was it? Uh, what What were the names? Make a porno. Yeah, somebody in Zac. Mimi and Zac. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he yeah, ruined the whole movie. Like and how do you ruin a All movie right. with Tracy Lords in it? <laughs> and and. Um, what was it Jay from Jay and Silent Bob? He was in it, and right. the movie still bombed because of him. All right. And so Elizabeth we won't have Banks. our people call his people. <laughs> Don't. Yeah, I'll have my agents. Somebody from State Farm will call him. I picked uh, Robert Pattinson, the new uh, Batman, and the guy from Twilight, okay. because I could see him being a useless cop. Okay. But is he, uh, does he dance? And he sings. He, He's a singer, he yeah. Okay, all right. So what about for Joan Cusack? I character? picked Amanda Seyfried. So good pick. Who sings, good pick. who sings really well yep. and looks really good. So I went with two girls in this that have giant eyes. I went with she and Olivia Wilde. The only one that doesn't have giant eyes in this is uh, Daddario, the prettiest of the three. Yeah. I'm going to save her yeah. for another week. All right. Well, I picked Rebel Wilson just because. You I'm like not. heavy fat girls. We already went with that. She we, can sing, though. She can. Yes, she, she can. can. Sing. And she is. And she does. So she can is a comedian. So can Christina <laughs> Aguilera. Uh, yeah. All right. All so right. who did you pick for Carol Kane? The person that Steve Martin, Vincent Antonelli is going to hook up with. I picked Jane Lynch. Who? Uh, Jane Lynch, remember she was on the uh, Glee, and she was on. Uh... No. Oh, okay. I don't remember. I went with Anna Faris because she's just really funny. Don't know if she can sing, but she's really but funny, she's funny. And if she can sing, she would be funny not singing well. That she has the right attributes, right? She does. She does. <laughs> well, she used to. I don't know how she looks now, but she did when she made uh, some of those other crazy movies, The House Bunny and all that stuff. Right. <laughs> so what do you think about our choices, Harry? Sure. Sure. <laughs> well, that's dynamite. That, that makes for good ratings. That's, that's how we're going to get ratings. Thank you very yeah. much. <laughs> Well, I can't copy Jeff Zeko. You know what I mean? You know, that's the really ratings oh, grabber. Oh, at least there. my echo. But I did want to. My echo I, sounds smart. Yours isn't doing so well. Oh, <laughs> I did want to mention to our audience that uh, we would love to hear from you uh, with emails as to who you might recast into these uh, remakes with the new genre that Jeff has picked. So, if you uh, if you have some ideas, send what, us an email at what are the, uh, what are the chances at the what I'll are those and, uh, chances? I'll pay we'll you $10 that, for every one of those emails no, gonna, that show we're up. We're going to try something now that's going to actually get listeners. Next week, Taylor Swift is going to be on the show. Okay, you Woo! have it. <laughs> Live from Japan or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
hope we don't get into trouble for that. <laughs> Amazingly, something will come up. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Well, gentlemen, and I use that term loosely, I think uh, we're coming to the end of the podcast. Yay. Took too long. Yes, yes, sir. <laughs> Hey, right, so, you have anything you want to add? No. <laughs> Thanks, Harry. <laughs> I'm having too much fun with the Jeff Foods That'll suck it our audience. He pushes the, fo- the, the show forward like a tractor trailer. There's exactly. nothing to stop us. <laughs> you, know, you know, I think radio would have died if Harry was <laughs> alive back during the time, right? What? I oh man! I'm uh, saying great, so. So, great, what do you great think? Great conversation, Mark. That that helps too. <laughs> Thanks everybody for listening. <laughs> so I think it's my turn next week to come up with as bad a movie as I can come up with, uh-huh. and then yes. torture Harry. Exactly. Yes. Maybe so. Harry, next week, will you participate in the what if? I don't know. I I I just I I can't get my head around like just doing all that work just to to do these picks. I don't know. Well, have a great week and we'll catch up to everybody next week. Bye, everybody. Bye. Peace out.